Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Rex Jones II. He is an automation specialist, a trainer, author, YouTube, and blogger. Rex, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Chris. Glad to be here. So I see that you have a lot of QA experience, quality assurance. There's a story I want to share to just allow our listeners to really know what you do as living. I remember talking and seeing Brian Lee, who is the co-founder of LegalZoom, as well as Shoe Dazzle, a company that he created with Kim Kardashian. And essentially, it was a subscription-based model where women can buy shoes, high heel shoes, <clears throat> excuse me, online, and then get it delivered to them. And so from a quality assurance standpoint, at one point, for whatever reason, the customers that bought these high heel shoes online, there would always be a crack in the, in the heel itself. And so Brian, the CEO, he also co-founded The Honest Company with Jessica Alba, but he literally goes back to China at the factory and he literally sees the factory line and he literally sees a man with one eye. And he sees the man with one eye that he's gluing the heel to the shoe and he can't see the rest of the heel because he has one eye. And literally, that was the quality control where he had to literally go back to China and realize that the, 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 that the shoe wasn't sticking because there was a guy with one eye. My point is, I consistently organize marketing programs and I do need to some, have someone with quality control. And that's what you do, it sounds like, right? So I just want to let our listeners know what you do and how important it is because otherwise they're like, well, what does this guy do? So... How did you even get into this field, Rex? Because it's such a very specific field. Yes, I got into this field when I graduated college. The first company I was with, they hired me to be a quality assurance analyst, which is very similar to a quality control analyst. And I started out as an intern, and I started researching more and more about my field. And that's how I eventually got into automation, where I write program scripts to make sure the the quality of the product is the way it's supposed to be as it was designed to be. And give me a, a, give our guests a very specific example of a client you work with. You don't need to name names, but just give them the, give us a, a very specific example of how you help your clients automate so that it, 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 it has that quality control. Yes. So, An example yeah. is if, if a company hired my company to make sure the quality it's the way it's supposed to be. When you hire us, you give us requirements. And my company makes sure the requirements are the way it's supposed to be. Now, the way I do it in my department, I write program scripts to make sure the quality is done and accurate very fast. No, but Rex, give us a specific example about a client you've worked with and how you went about helping him or her with the quality control for their website or for the product or for the automation. Yes. So an example of Zoom. Second instance of Zoom, the company I work with is very similar where if someone hire our company for computer application, they give us the specs and we make sure the buttons are working where it's supposed to work. We make sure drop down menus are working. So when you get the product back, we want to make sure it's working exactly the way you want it to be. Because if it's not working the way it's not supposed to be, it'd be difficult for us to continue relationship in the future. And what's the consequences of, let's say they don't hire someone like you, what's the consequences if they don't have automation specialist or a, a QA specialist? 
The consequence is when they hire someone without my kind of experience, they may get the product, the application back very slow. And one thing about business that we know is time and speed is very important. So the automation scripts do things very fast. And so I'm just still trying to understand, like, how do you even convince your clients to hire you? Because it just seems very technical. And ultimately, like, for instance, if someone hires me or, or decides to help, I want to help them become a speaker. I say, okay, this is how you write your bio. This is how you write your speech topic. This is how you write the description. This is how you find the right photo, the right video, the right testimonial. So it's specifically very clear. So in your case, how do you convince your clients to hire you? Well, they hire us because all applications need to be tested before we hit the market. Because if someone hire us, if the application is not tested, they may have a debug or a defect in the application. So that will discontinue doing business with any company if the application, what they expect, is not working the way it's supposed to be. So for example, when you mention Zoom and the heel, a defect is similar to a broken heel. We make sure the heel does not break because nothing worse than someone walking down the street with a heel and it breaks. We verify that the heel would not break at all. Yeah. So let's go back to the Zoom example. I mean, what are some challenges that can come up relative to the process? I mean, why wouldn't they have someone inside their team to do this? Yes. So for example, if they hire someone and you go to click join audio or share screen, mm -hmm. my company would make sure every time when you click share screen, you can share screen. When you click join audio, you'll be able to listen and do things audio. A defect is when you click to join audio or share screen, it will not work. So my company verify that it actually works when you click share screen. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And, and, and so you've been doing this for quite some time. Have you worked with 10 clients, 100 clients, hundreds of clients? I work with hundreds of clients because I've been wow. doing this since 15 years. Wow. And I love it. That's great. And how do they find you? How do they find your services? You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on LinkedIn at Rex Jones II. And I have email address at Rex Jones at Test for Success. R-E-X dot j-o-n-e-s at test t-e-t-t-e-s-t -E -T -T -E the number four s-u-s-c-c-e-s-s -S 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 dot o-r-g that's great and i saw that you wrote a book rex tell us about that book yes the book came about because when i started learning automation i was so excited chris about getting this book and this after i had years of experience but i was still reading to continue my knowledge and I got a book and it was so small and it did not have much information. And as I was reading the book, I realized I could do this myself. And when I realized I could do it myself, that was started the process of me writing books myself. And since then, I went on to write five more books. Wow. So how many books have you written? I read a total of six books. Nice. So any encouragement you have for our listeners who might want to write a book, but they are afraid to? Well, the encouragement I have or the steps I will have is if you're very passionate about sharing knowledge, just go for it. But you can start with writing an outline of what you want to talk about. And then once you write your outline, just start filling in 
the details of their outline. That's great advice, Rex. Literally breaking it down step by step because ultimately if you look at the whole book, you look at tens of thousands of words and many, many pages, but if you at least have an outline, just like a skeleton of a body, you'll just have much more support in your book and your desire to write a book. So if you've written, how many books? You said six or five? Six. And all of them are on programming? No, sir. Some on programming and some on automation and also on the automation framework. Interesting. What's the one most common challenge that a lot of your clients have that you help them with? The most common challenge is communication between the client and us. Because sometimes when they're asking for requirements, there's a disconnect between what they're looking for and what can be given to them. But that's why we have a system called Agile where communication and the product is generated and created much faster. So at the end, they get exactly what they're looking for. That's great, Rex. Rex, thank you so much for being on our podcast. You already included your contact information for our guests. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay, thank you, Chris. You have a great day also. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.